Hi, and welcome to the Lehman Krellin podcast. I'm your host, Damon Baker. In this podcast, we focus mainly on regulatory compliance issues coming out of the UK, but there is a global component to the content we present. We hope you get value out of this one. Thanks again for listening. Hi, everyone, and thank you again for joining us on the Lehman Krellin podcast. I'm Damon Baker, and today I'm joined by Zoe Keane. Hey, Zoe. Hi there, Damon. How are you? Doing well, as always. <laughs> so today, what I want to do is I want to cover off an article that you've written entitled Management Information Insights for Consumer Duty. Topical and definitely something useful for firms to bear in mind is how they can work their way through getting the right level of MI, not only for themselves, but in case there's a regulatory inquiry. So in Zoe's article, she covers off 10 essential points to consider when designing and utilizing consumer duty management information. We won't go through all 10 right now. We'll give you just a little teaser with three. So Zoe, can you give us a quick overview of the article and then we can jump in to three of the specific points. Thanks, Damon. What I've done is I've created something which is very close to my heart, an article about management information. And this is really focusing on what firms need to be looking at now and how they're going to be redesigning their MI to accommodate consumer duty. As we know, consumer duty is focusing really on just those client outcomes rather than the pathways that firms have taken to get there. So what firms need to be looking at now is just changing the way they look at their information and predicting as well those emerging risks and those trends that might be coming out that they might not have otherwise seen in their old MI packs. So what I've done is I've put together a top 10 list of areas that firms need to be considering when they're redesigning their MI. Hmm. Okay, that sounds very useful. Let's jump into the first one entitled Data is Paramount. Talk to me a bit about that. First and foremost, before you do anything with your MI, you need to understand what data is going to be telling you the story. So when you're thinking of your MI now, you need to be thinking of it as an early warning system. It's going to depend on the, on the size, nature and scale and complexity of your firm. But what you will have done is you would have mapped out those wonderful customer journeys relevant to you and your business. You will have looked as well at those product life cycles. And with all of that information pulled together, you can start to pinpoint what data is going to pull that story together for you. What is going to tell you about what has happened, but also what data is going to tell you about what to look out for in the future. Got it. And that leads us nicely to number two, which is trend setter. Talk to me about trend setting. We need to be far more proactive now. Proactivity isn't something new for our industry, but being proactive and jumping on problems as soon as you can see them emerging is very much key here with the consumer duty. So spotting those emerging trends is really, really critical what I've suggested as well is that firms be looking on month on month changes across their MI. So they will have a select set of metrics or KPIs that can be measured on a monthly basis. And where things change significantly, and you can set those boundaries and those thresholds yourself within each firm, because of course, it's all going to depend on each and every firm. But you'll start to see trends emerging. And those trends are really critical. Another area you can derive trend analysis from is some of the feedback. We're going to have some incredibly insightful feedback coming out from the FCA, from their thematic reviews, 
There'll also be dear CEO letters. There might even be uh, enforcements that come down the line later on. And we can continually learn and improve our own MI and, and processes within our firms by reflecting on that. So I think it's really key to be looking outside of your window and learning from others and getting that feedback as and when it comes in. There is a webinar coming up on December 6th where they're going to be going into a little bit of detail on what they've seen thus far. So the topics it looks like they're covering their supervision and enforcement approach. They're going to do some sector-specific areas of focus, obviously giving examples of good practice, and then wrapping things up with next steps for firms. Which brings me nicely to us wrapping up the third essential tip. Now remember, there are 10 in total. We've covered two. This is the last one. And it's called method to your methodology. What's going on there? So with all data, we need to be ensuring that that data is consistent. It is comprehensive, but also the way we measure is, is also is defined. So making sure we're mapping those method methodologies to our MI. So sometimes we might decide later on down the line that maybe that methodology doesn't quite fit with that particular metric we might want to change it for whatever for whatever reason that is that needs to be documented so there needs to be an explanation of what those data sources are the methods used for collecting that data and analyzing it and then of course any subsequent changes that we make to that data collection method or the way that we're analyzing that information that too needs to be documented. So unfortunately creating that wonderful audit trail really does help and support us. I think we've also got to think to ourselves that MI is a fantastic tool that the FCA will ask us to provide if they come and knock on our door. So MI for us is, is a way in which we can, I suppose, justify that we really are putting the customer at the heart of everything we're doing and we're constantly monitoring those outcomes. This all leads very nicely to my last question for you, which is, let me set it up first. So this all sounds relatively complex. It's, it's Some of it is going to be new for firms to, to get into this level of detail when collecting data. And of course, there are multiple tools that a firm can use to get them over the line on MI production. Talk to me a little bit, please, about the tool you've created to help firms manage the consumer duty MI obligation? Thanks, Damon. So what I've done is I have created a consumer duty management information report template. Now, this template is something that firms can buy off the shelf and just inject their numbers into. Obviously, their data and their methodologies might differ from firm to firm. But what I've done is I've actually also populated the MI template with examples of the types of data that we would expect to see and what those methodologies might look like. So we've actually done all of the hard work for firms. What they'll just need to do is just slightly modify it for their business, but they can literally just drop their KPIs and their metrics straight into this, this framework. And uh, Bob's your uncle, they've got to their MI they're ready to, to present to their senior managers. I think what's also really interesting is that the FCA are really on this. I mean, this is, this is a completely revolutionized piece of regu regulation. And the FCA are, are certainly bracing themselves to be looking at this with, with a lot of, a lot of focus and, and, 
we've seen, for instance, in 2022, the FCA recruited over a thousand staff and they have now got 80 dedicated staff just looking at consumer duty. They've also opened a new office in Leeds. They've doubled their Edinburgh office in terms of numbers. So they are certainly bracing themselves for looking at this across all firms. So I don't think this is something which is going to be light touch for the regulators. This is something that they really want to make sure people are getting right. So I think we 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 do need to make sure that things like the MI packs are 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 robust and presenting the right information and because all of this mi is going to start to feed into those wonderful board reports next year that firms need to be getting ready for as well and this mi just forms the basis of that yeah yeah it supports really what the fca is looking to drive which is cultural change absolutely and that's bottom line as always, Zoe, thanks for your insights. Appreciate that. And I will drop in a link to the template into the show notes in case anyone wants to take a look at that. Fantastic. Cool. So thanks again, Zoe. And I'll speak to you soon. Looking forward to it, Damon. And thanks, everyone, for listening to this short Lehman Krellin podcast on consumer duty, management information. Check out the template. See you in the next one. Bye-bye. As we bring this episode to a close, I'd like to ask you to drop in a five-star rating, please. It'd really help us out. Also, check out the website for more content at www.lehmancrellin.co.uk. Don't forget to join us next time on the Lehman Crellin podcast. Until then, thanks for your time. Goodbye. <laughs>